Uh, what's up, dudes? This is uh, co-host Zach, joined by Garrett as usual, and a celebrity guest star, uh, Keaton. Trade superstar. Trade superstar. Trade superstar. Yeah, he's a savant with <laughs> trades. We might get into that later. <laughs> That's the guy we've, we've got joining us on the podcast today. Braden's out of town. Um, so I think that we just wanted to kind of quickly get into things. Uh, we can we can kind of catch up a little bit later, but let's might as well hit it off with some some crazy headlines, stories that we uh, happened in the last week, right before the season really kicked off. Gus Edwards went down; that was a big injury. Um, yeah. Um, last time we talked to you guys was on Thursday, so sure. we had a lot of NFL news Friday, Saturday, Sunday, leading into Week One. So that was kind of crazy. Yeah, that Gus Edwards injury, man. Uh, Ravens backfield is just getting hurt this year. <laughs> just, no one is healthy. So Tyson Williams, Le'Veon Bell, um, Latavius Murray, true, yeah, and uh, Devonta Freeman. Man, Zach. You know, Zach, Zach actually talked me out of drafting Latavius Murray as he got cut, and then gets picked yeah. up. The next now he's like a pretty solid running back. Sure he picks him up. So. <laughs> He's really taken out this Trey Sermon draft pick on me. Very, I, very got, I got big brain strategies this year. It's really going to help me win the league. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty crazy. Um, and then uh, it must, must have been Sunday morning. Uh, Trey Sermon and Zach Moss were... Uh, Trey Sermon was a healthy scratch. Yep, wild. Um, and I think Zach, Zach Moss, Moss was, was also a, a healthy yeah, scratch. Yeah, he had that hamstring injury, but like he's probably a healthy scratch. The coach said Matt Breida looked better than Zach Moss, <laughs> so we played Matt Breida. It's not, it's not surprising. But. <laughs> What's really surprising is that the Bills even have a running back, because transparently they've shown we are going to invest zero assets in running the ball unless it's Josh Allen. They had the ugliest backfield the last two years in a row. They started Devin Singletary today. That's, yeah. that's pretty terrible. Not great. Zach Moss is not a bit much better option. No. You're a starting running back projected seven points in PPR. It's <laughs> not a good look for anybody. Nah. <laughs> Braden ended up adding... Uh, uh, Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell right before kickoff. Yep. And then he obviously goes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the injuries. Week one hurt a little bit of people. Yeah. Um, some decent names that went down. At least just injuries going up to that. But yeah, Raheem Mostert. That was um, the big one that ties in. Now all the 49 running backs are relevant again in the Shanahan, so. I've got Sermon. <laughs> <laughs> it was scary week one. It sounds like the least favorite of the three. I know, but with with Mostert out eight weeks, there's a chance that he gets oh, hot in a game. For sure. And he becomes sure. the guy, you know? For sure. Are you going to start him, though? In, in, in any week? Oh, man, no. <laughs> Probably not. So he'll be sitting on your bench with a 35-point game. In, in, the, yeah. in the Shit Dynasty League that we just started up this yes. year, I drafted Elijah Mitchell as one of my last picks in the entire draft. Great pick. So now, and I got Tyson Williams as one of my last drafts the picks. I got these these stud RB1s coming up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. the Gus Edwards pick, uh, that really hurts. Yeah, <laughs> we drafted like a day before. Eight, eight hours before. <laughs> yeah. You spent up, what, 23 of your 200 on I think it was like only 17 yeah, bucks. So it was, 17, it was yeah. a decent, it was a decent yeah. get. At the time, but it was. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 already playing for next year in that league, so it's okay. Dynasty league, all about next year. Yeah. <laughs> Strategies yep. to keep everybody under 25. I feel you there. Uh, next big one, Jerry Judy. Oof. Uh, he's he's six to eight weeks. <laughs> also on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> Stockpiling yeah. that IR. Just want to be really quick. I am playing for next year. <laughs> But that's going to open up the Broncos' uh, passing game a little bit. Yeah. In terms of who can get the targets, Noah Fan probably is going to benefit from that. He's a breakout tight end candidate now. Yeah, Corlin Sutton's probably going to benefit from that. Yeah, like bad him. week one, but yeah, well, he strong was, outlook. He was hurt. They came, when he came into the week saying, yeah, he's probably going to be unlimited snap. I, I think he got like a concussion mid-game. Oh, really? Got taken out, and then Tim Patrick got all the second half work. Ooh. So, so he's one I'm higher on Tim Patrick. Lower on KJ Hamler. Okay. That's just my opinion because KJ Hamler, a little bit of a deeper threat. 
I don't Teddy love Teddy too yeah. much. <laughs> Throwing it over 20 yards. Don't get me wrong. 20 yards, my man can put it on the yeah. road. 21, <laughs> it's in the dirt. Man, 20 yards, that dude can support three fantasy receivers. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. I, I don't know how, but I, there's going to be some good pass catchers out of Denver for sure. Also, That's Melvin cool. Gordon. What? Everyone knew about injuries. <laughs> yeah. Breakout running back. Yeah. He had that nice, man. He still had some speed. He had a seventy-yard run for a touchdown. I was like, what? I thought he was like forty pounds heavier <laughs> yeah, than this. So did I. He's looking good. He's quick. Yeah, keeping the body tight. Yeah. So we'll see about Javante. But those rookie running backs after week one, uh, the two that you got in our main league here, Zach. Oh um, yeah. Not a great week one for either of them. But Javante got some snaps. See, at least he was active. You don't win fantasy leagues by having a breakout rookie running back on a trash team. <laughs> It's all about the breakout rookie wide receivers. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and I've got Devonta Smith. I've got Jalen Waddle. Jamar Chase. I no? don't have Jamar. Oh, I got you did. Elijah Moore. So I'm two out of three two so out of far. Three. Yeah, Elijah Moore, not a great first showing. Eh. I mean... He's getting a lot of hype going into the week. Yeah. You had a lot of people out there being like, man, he's all pro flex. this season. Yep. Watch him get 100 yards game one. This he gets negative three. He gets less yards when he starts his career. It's not great. It's never going to get lower than this. That's worse. I feel like that's worse than Brett Favre. It might be worse than Brett Favre. I wish we had like Elias Sports data up to say how many receivers finish their first game with negative yards. He might, he might be the only one. Well, there's, um, what's his name also? Ramondre Stevenson of, oh, of man, the New England. Not a great showing. So to just go flashback to last week about my trade offers. So Sonny Michelle was actually an upgrade, even though he scored zero points this week, was actually an upgrade over Stevenson, who had negative point. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> so just if we want to go back and look at the trade. It, it still doesn't work out. Sonny was worthless with one. And he's worthless forever unless Darrow gets hurt. Stevenson was worth less than worthless. So, <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't help in that trade value. Well, you know, we'll go back. Not even close. We'll have our own podcast about <laughs> just trade. <laughs> just not that trade offer. That's the only <laughs> thing. The whole podcast is about. I'm gonna I'm gonna live for that podcast every week. <laughs> uh, a few other big ones though. Um, Fitz Magic. That takeaway. Oh, uh, I mean, everyone loves Taylor Heineke. Yeah. He's a fan favorite, but that really hurts their playoff chances. And uh, and a lot of the weapons there. I mean, Antonio Gibson might be the real benefit from this. Yeah. Um, Great usage in week one. But I think a lot of people are high on Pitts being able to toss the ball around a little bit. At least support Terry and Logan Thomas. Yeah, but... People only remember Fitz magic. They forget Fitz tragic. (laughs) That's true. They do. And you know what? I think... As you look at Heineke, who's who's a footballer, like he's yeah. just a, a ball player, he's gonna play well. But then again, JD McKissick might get some more love just out of the backfield, little Dinkins dunk true. action. Again, is he gonna stretch the field, McLaurin? Eh, McKissick we'll was really good last year. He was the Wait, terrible level of play. <laughs> yeah, of correct. That quarterback. That's so. true. He might he might see a bigger role there again this season. Yeah, quick Elijah Moore stat: um, most receiving <laughs> yards after age forty in NFL history. Jerry Rice with 2,500, Tom Brady with six, everyone else except Brett Favre, zero, and Brett Favre, negative two, receiving yards. <laughs> After the age of 40. <laughs> yeah. Great stat. Yeah. Um, I think only one other, like, well, there was a few injuries to corners. Uh, Jeff Okuda. Um, we lost Marcus Peters the same day we lost Gus Edwards. So we'll see how that goes tonight. But the other one's really Michael Gallup, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only other injury. And he's their wide receiver three, so right, but he's really good when he's there, yeah. but they'll be fine without him. More targets for Amari and yeah, CD. Who's the, the top two for three to five weeks. Man, they were good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Amari Cooper is number bounce-back candidate number one. I mean, what a... Yeah. For real. I think guy. he's wide receiver one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is, yeah. 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 I, I, well, he was wide receiver one after four weeks last year. Yeah. Well, the big he thing with him it. was playing at home versus away. He was oh, playing sure. very poorly away. That's right. And then, obviously, this week he played really well in Tampa against Tampa's defense. It wasn't perfect. Obviously, weather. I started and scored negative three, so it was <laughs> a fantastic way to start my fantasy season. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's probably one of the biggest surprises from week one was how much Dallas held their own. 
Yeah. Um, so they looked really good. Because the Bucks looked really good. The Bucks, Bucks looked, looked good. unstoppable. Yeah. Good. Tom Brady and this looks better now than any time in the last ten years. <laughs> I don't know how it's possible. Keaton loves Tom Brady. Big, biggest okay. Tom Brady fan. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got Tom Brady posters in his house. Let me be clear. I watched this football game planning to hate Tom Brady more and more. This was the best game I had seen Tom Brady play in a very long time. Guys, you have, you have no idea how much that means to come out of Keaton's mouth. That must have been a really good he game. Looked like a above average quarterback for the first time in a long time. That dude looked elite. Well, yeah, great game. If we're going to talk about the Bucks, I mean, Gronk went crazy. Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown went crazy. Went crazy. Chris Godwin was Godwin looked great. And then there's Mike Evans just with what, two catches? Still a bomb. I mean, he's, he's going to have a great year, but. Well, he was just a touchdown guy last year. Yeah. I mean, look at his games. He only got in double digits with touchdowns. And... But he's, but, but he's, a, great, he's a great red zone threat. He is. Yeah, he can go up and get the ball. I, I don't know what to do about the Buccaneers' backfield, on the other hand, though. Uh, probably nothing. Yeah, I, that was... I, I, I like Ronald Jones. I also like Leonard Fournette. But that they're two, like... It's pretty untouchable. Right. Like, they they it, don't target it. Right. They would get good numbers if they actually got the carries. Sure. But they just don't do that, so... Well, and I went and got Gio Bernard thinking James, James White, White right? Yeah. But the way Tom Brady actually looks at the football, <laughs> so he's crazy. actually putting it down the field, which is surprising and not something I, I anticipated. I think it speaks volumes to that offensive line. I know Tom Brady was under pressure a lot, but it, he also had a lot of clean pockets. He did. And he like took his shots. He didn't just throw every ball out in two seconds. That might have to go a little bit of Dallas defense, too. Yeah. Oh, we, we, bad secondary. Not yeah. Not, not a great defense. But, I mean, their offense hold their own against a really good defense. Yeah. So, I mean, Dak, Dak is back. Probably the best he's ever looked. Yeah, I I was a Dak hater for three years, and I'm a truther. You know, people yeah. can change. <laughs> people can change. <laughs> Keep in mind on Tom Brady by the end of the season. You guys are asking me to talk about Tom Brady and a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. I don't know why I decided to do that. Right, it was fun. Unintentional, but yes. I do love, I do love Dak Prescott's comeback. You know, obviously terrible injury. I still am not. I'm not convinced that he's a winner. He's got Kirk Cousins syndrome, in my opinion. Whoa. Ooh, I don't. Ooh. That, go ahead. What was your finish? That's, that's my opinion right there. He's not a winner. At the end of the day, we'll put up stats to get you into games, but not win you better games. or worse than Russell Westbrook. <laughs> we'll save that for our NBA podcast coming coming to a podcast where we stream soon. Tomorrow. We're going to record it right after this one. <laughs> oh, We're a little early for that. Um, I guess other news or surprising stuff from uh, week one. Uh, some bad offenses. We'll start there. Ooh, uh, yeah. The Packers. That was <laughs> one of the best things that happened all Sunday. Yikes. I what mean, happened? I, I, Aaron Rodgers was terrible. That, that, I think that was, I think that was yeah. the worst I've ever seen him play. Yeah. Was it on purpose? <laughs> he, he might just be trying to get the guaranteed money and then go play Jeopardy. I that dude sucks. Yeah. Well. Like, what are, are they just not trying to put stuff on tape at this point? He's just oh, really oh, hates or, the or is he taking his value for a trade? Just like, get him out of here. We're starting Jordan Love. Very interesting. I love it. If there's any bounce back game for Aaron Rodgers ever, next week they play Detroit. That's so what a great matchup. <laughs> if somehow he, he only scores three points next week, then the fix is in. But he's probably putting up five touchdowns that's next a, week. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, fantasy relevant players though to just automatically lose all their value and Deontay yep. Adams and Aaron Jones. Yeah. That's that'd be bad for fantasy football if that continued. But great for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hate the Packers. I, I don't even see a, a, a shining light in like fantasy football. It's just purely I'm so Happy that the Packers did bad. Yeah. I don't care about fantasy football. They did bad and no one got hurt. Yeah. There Such we a go. Great segue to the Vikings game. Let's talk about oh, what happening in this. Now, talk to me from a fantasy football perspective yeah. and then talk to me from a fantasy perspective. Okay, I felt vindicated from a fantasy football perspective. I agree. I, I Man, Kirk delivered a, a very solid fantasy game. Sure. Very solid. Dalvin Cook delivered a very solid fantasy game. Adam Thielen finishes as what wide receiver four. Yep. Um, and then Jade, I mean, 
missed a few to Je- Jefferson during the game, but I mean, should overall, should have had a touchdown. Too. That's true. That was a touchdown that would have went to him instead of Cook. But either way, I mean, you got four fantasy relevant the fans guys options. out there. Every Somehow, week. KJ Osborne had seven for seventy-five. Yeah. I thought he looked like a deer in headlights out there, but he was sort of a security blanket. Tyler Conklin got some catches. Neither of those guys, I don't even think, should be rostered. They shouldn't. Uh, I mean, Very deep super league. deep. Like, <laughs> twenty team league. Like, in our tw- in our twelve team twenty space dynasty league or whatever deep deep bench. I don't even know if I'm adding KJ Osborne in there. Like, no, right. <laughs> I agree. So yeah, I mean, you get four fantasy relevant players from the Vikings, and yeah. I think but it's uh, are you gonna start Kirk though ever in I mean, fantasy? I mean, I did last week. Did you? Not in our big league, in my third most important league. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. I do have three important leagues. Yeah. And in my third most important, I did start Kirk. Okay. I, I mean, he was an elite fantasy quarterback the last half of the year. Yeah. I'm not a Kirk truther. Go back. What are we considering elite when you're talking fantasy quarterback? To finish top 12, probably, most weeks. Well, I was, I was saying his finish last year, he was like QB7, which I'm I would not. say is elite. I'm, yeah, I'm, fantasy yeah, perspective. I'm saying week by week basis. I'm comfortable he'll be a top 12 quarterback most weeks. Mm. Okay. So, I guess I should have meant high-end starter instead of elite. Mm. One, one tiny fantasy level below elite. So, I still wanted to talk about the Bengals. Yeah, Because I we like should. the Bengals offense, but I'm just curious. Would you go Kirko or Matt Stafford? Oh, I thought Matt you were going to say Burrow. I'd, I'd rather Burrow. Kirko and Burrow. I'd rather have Burrow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so I, that's where I, I have challenges with Kirk personally. I can't start him in any daily league because I just don't see, even though he has the weapons and the running game and all that, something about his game. Nothing in Kirk, <laughs> Kirk Cousins instills confidence in whoever sees <laughs> right. him. Right. Teammates, fantasy owners, anyone. Gosh, no one has confidence. I thought we were talking about real football for a second. I'd much yeah. rather have Burrow. In, in, in fantasy, fantasy. In, in individual week, I'd still probably start Kirk over Burrow most weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Top, top. Well, yeah, let's talk about their offense. Um, Jamar Chase can catch a football. He can if he has to do that. Um, it was great to see. reason he was drafted in the I, I hated to see it last week, but good to see because he's, he's a beast. Yeah. You, you made our corners look silly. Yeah. I think people really forget because of how great Justin Jefferson was last year and how great he was with LSU as well. Jamar Chase as a sophomore at LSU, was unbelievable. Unstoppable. Like, un- like hands down, best receiver in the in the league For at sure. the time. And people just like, know, wrote him off. He was a guaranteed top two or three pick if he would have been he able to come out. Have, yeah. So the thing that I hear from him, which I don't know is true, So, but I'm going to say it anyway just because I've like, seen people like write about it recently. Yeah, we love to fact check you. But he, yeah, we're very big fact checking guys. <laughs> delivering you honest information every week. Yeah. Uh, is that he's got profiles like Dez. Like he, he's like a Dez clone. Sure. Um, so like big, fast, but not the fastest, but really tough receiver. Yeah. And Bowles probably kind of type as sure. well. Sure. But yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think he's got a little more downfield than Dez, like straight line. He, he kind of gives me that. Sure. But I, I like the, I like the comparison from a fantasy perspective. I think people were just so, I, I took him out of my leagues cause I was concerned, right? right. The, yeah. the drops. It, it's, a, it's a risk in, in redraft for sure. It, w- it would have been by the time we drafted. Right. But what I, I love is the, you, you, and this is going forward from fantasy perspective that QB wide receiver relationship. They already have, that. have it. Yeah. It's incredible because, yeah. and you see the same thing with Jalen Hurts, right? He plays already with Devontae playing Smith. well with Devontae Smith. And that, and you're seeing it with Tua playing with with Waddle as well. Yep. There's there's just ties there that you can't fabricate in such a short period of time. That, so it's that, great to see. It is really interesting to think about that with like the rookie receivers these years are all stepping into quarterbacks to play with for college. I didn't yeah. realize that. These, these first cool. three picks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all top ten guys, and they're all going back to their college quarterbacks. That's kind of crazy. Right. Um, I would say that. Even the highest ceiling for Jamar Chase comp would be like Terrell Owens. Like Probably, that yeah, yeah. Type of could be second leading like receiver that. of all time. Sure. <laughs> just, just. Yeah. I like that one game in. Yeah. Not an overreaction. <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> it's not at all. This is the next Terrell Owens. Jamar <laughs> Chase equals Terrell Owens. If you've heard it here first, just as a draft prospect. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, 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 I'm loving talking about these rookie receivers, so let's go either Devontae <laughs> Smith or yeah, let's go Devontae Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. We'll, we'll just, <laughs> of course, the Eagle fan. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. We're going to you start first then. I think, and you just talked about Chase, but you get the, this is your guy. Well, two things. Jalen Hurts is a winner, and I don't know why people <laughs> ever doubted that dude. I was, I'm not saying I was convinced, but there's something about people who just know how to win games and they will go out and win new games. More than Dak. Absolutely, 1,000%. Second, Jalen Rager caught a touchdown. He did it! 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 He had a better game than Justin Jefferson did, so was it a better pick? Jury's still out of time. We're still trying to factor that. Um, and then, yeah, third, certainly not least, is Devontae Smith caught a touchdown in his first NFL game. I mean... Pretty sexy pick route sort of fade to the end zone. I mean, he's big enough to play in the NFL. I think people he should is, realize yeah. that he is. he is very talented. And I, I see him as the Stefan Diggs mold. Like, not, again, Ooh. physically not the most dominant player. Not going to be your fastest player. But so technical. So, like, when the ball is there, His hands are that good. Yeah. Hands are that good. That's Love how I see him. That, that's a high ceiling, Stefan Diggs. Well, <laughs> not based on his fantasy performance. The other one was Marvin Harrison. So you're lucky he gave you that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the Eagles offense looked good. I thought the running game was solid. Rookie coach came out, got a W. Falcons looking a little unfortunate. That was one of those bad offenses, man. Yeah. yeah people had high hopes on the Falcons and big under under delivery there. Yeah, they did. I mean, everybody on that offense. I mean, it kind of starts with Matt Ryan and it probably ends there. It starts so before it, there. It starts with the OC they hired. That's true. Arthur Tennessee, Tennessee right? Yeah. That's a, the the, the run-heavy Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yeah, because that's what Atlanta's really done well yeah. the last eight years is run-heavy. <laughs> they're rolling that up with Mike Davis. Yeah. Mm. A that's a winning, a winning strategy back. there. Um, I'm curious, from a uh, so there's a lot of reports before the season Calvin Ridley was going to lead the league in receiving, was yeah. being thrown around, was going to be like that guy. Julio was kind of distracting to a certain extent. Where's his value right now? Um, I'll start and say wide receiver five. Like that's I, I move him down one singular spot. Um, I had him above DeAndre Hopkins going in like for redraft. Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's my he was my four, Hopkins my five, and now I just flipped them. I think I had Hopkins as like my three, big Hopkins true three. Yeah, you, you must have Hopkins over Diggs. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't over Tyreek or Devontae. No, <laughs> no I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I I liked Calvin Ridley coming into the season, still do ish. I mean, he went down a little. I had him as potential number one overall by the end of the year, like that sort of ceiling for sure. Um, now I. Probably potential five overall. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and I'm an Eagles fan, so I understand their defense. Like, I pay attention to a lot of those things. They've traditionally always had challenges with wide receivers. Terrible I mean, secondary. Last year, like, the Falcons went crazy on them. It was one of Julio's only good games of the year. <laughs> yep. Um, <clears throat> so that's where I, I see some challenges. And I think really it starts with Matt Ryan, who is lacking something. I think he's just kind of needs to get out of there. So like be Dak Prescott just can't win. <laughs> <laughs> he can win, just they struggle at the very end. Right. I'm not going to go there. Sorry. But, <laughs> yes, bad offense. Um, who else we got bad offenses? Um, we have, I mean, we'll go over these quick because we do have some, a lot of other stuff we got to get to, but Steelers and Bills. I think that a lot of, there's a lot of fancy relevant players from the Steelers. Um, but it's Big Ben, he looked terrible last year. There's really no reason why he should have looked any better this year. Yeah, I mean, but both defenses are really good. Oh, so it, Steelers' it, defense is phenomenal. Yeah. They are very good. So for them to shut down Buffalo is not, like, surprising not, me that much. Sure, sure. Their defense is top five worthy. Right. But, I mean, Buffalo, number two offense in the NFL last, last year in terms of scoring. They were 30.5 points a game or something. So, I mean, it, it's interesting to see them, like, shut down. What was it, 12, 16 or something? Was it better than that? I don't know. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, Not there's high a fumble recovery for a touchdown, right. you know, by the Steelers. So, it, very, very good defense. I think don't, I don't think people are giving the Bills defense enough credit. I'm, sure. not, saying, I'm not saying Ben's going to have some 
top of the you know top of the charts year, but the Buffalo defense was super strong and yeah. shut down three very talented receivers on the other side. <laughs> Najee Harris on the other hand. I don't know how we feel about him. I yeah. have him in the dynasty league. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm in for next year. Yeah, again, next year. I think long term, still still the number one rookie running back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I don't know in terms of the next four or five weeks. I'm not probably the biggest fan. Okay. Um, but I think he'll turn it around at some point this year. This offense might get better. Yeah. I, I, Very talented. I'm. Yeah, I guess... Calvin Ridley is kind of like Najee Harris, where I thought they could have a super high ceiling this year, and then sure. kind of came out week one was lackluster. It's like I still think they're going to be really good, but now I'm not as positive as I was. I personally can't get Le'Veon Bell out of my head. Um, and that's <laughs> just who I want him to be. Like Le'Veon Bell, prime time, Le'Veon Bell. That's yeah. all he needs to do. Mm-hmm. So easy. Might be that. Um, let's do uh, oddly good offenses real quick. Yeah, real um, quick, because these are gross teams. They're, they're all terrible. We don't really have much to talk about on fantasy relevancy, um, especially not the Texans. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Cooks, safe, looks very safe, yeah. had 100 yards in the, through, in the first half, 130 yards. Tyrod week seven when every team's on bye and you need a quarterback. Maybe. Could have a matchup that's favorable. Um, but we're obviously not starting any of these running backs. <laughs> They all got touchdowns. All three of them got a touchdown. He's worthy of a flex play in a a 12-team league. Easy. He is. He gets 26 carries and two touchdowns. They were playing Jacksonville. So they were playing probably the second-worst defense in the NFL behind them. True. And maybe the worst. So I I think that uh, they got off to that hot start, and that's why they rode Ingram a little bit. But... I don't think that's something we're going to see very often. I would like for one of us to take a bold stance and argue for Houston that they will have fantasy relevance this year. They're not trash. You want to be the one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hear that a tough argument. I'm trying to find a hot take, and they're way too hot, like yeah. scorching hot. Um, Deshaun Watson oh, is no. not accused and, or not, not guilty and comes back and – and you just get accepted in loving arms. <laughs> Beloved by everybody. <laughs> a hero in the community. He actually paid for college for yeah. 25 yeah. Yeah. Um, without being inappropriate. Yeah. Um, no. What I would love to see happen, let me just throw this let me throw this little idea at you. Mark Ingram gets traded back to Baltimore for like a seventh <laughs> round pick. Right. I'm he could be good. He could be great. Yeah. But, but if, if you're Houston, I feel like you can get more for him. <sighs> I don't know that you could. <laughs> <laughs> NFL players get traded for pennies on yeah. the dollar. Especially vets. Like, he's got Especially a, running yeah. backs. <laughs> like with a year left, maybe, mm-hmm. if he finishes the season. Vikings <laughs> traded a fourth rounder for Chris Herndon. Well, Chris Herndon's also not in the last year of his career, hopefully. I mean, he hasn't looked good, but... In terms of age, uh, he played. He had like two targets and two drops. Right, I'm saying he's 26. Like he's, he, he I'm has a chance in the league. Um. Anyway, uh, I mean yeah. the Vikings need to get back a, a fifth for their sixth. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the last one, just quick, Detroit. Again, it was all garbage time, but I they, they 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 gave you a lot of fantasy relevancy. They really came back in that game. They scored 40. Two points out of their backfield. Yeah, insane. Two top five. That that, that can be. Yeah, that is very dangerous. Like those, and those two are both great pass catchers. It wouldn't surprise me to see them like split their carries. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll probably see Swift more as he gets healthy. Like that's what he's supposed to be. But it wouldn't shock me either way. Is the ceiling of this running back room Cleveland of last year? It it could be, but in a whole different way because they're just such both like good receiving backs, and they're probably going to be down because this defense is not going to be good. Defense is not going to be good. The other thing is where are their pass catchers coming from down the field? Is Tyrell Williams injured? Maybe that's why I was thinking of that could concussed mid-game. It could have been. Uh, but, yeah, even Amon Ross St. Brown, who like everyone was very excited about, didn't do – he wanted to have a catch. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, tried to get him in Dynasty, but I was like, uh, he, he kind of sucked week one. Yeah. So all the opportunity there. Well, on the other side of that, just really quick, since we're talking about bad offenses, um, Brandon Ayuk had Ooh, zero nice. catches, zero targets. My fifth round pick. I was feeling good about it at the time. 
but yeah, he's not he's not looking so hot anymore. Um, and that offense, yeah, that game was they put up a lot of points quick. Did you, and did you hear zero the targets on Ayuk today? Uh, th- there's one about he needs to learn how to be a pro. Yeah. And then, so that one's not good to hear from a that, head coach. That's not a, a glowing praise from your head coach. No. <laughs> he needs to learn how to, to be like a pro. Yeah, or act like a pro. Act like a pro. Okay. I'm getting very concerned And then the, the, the other one is a hamstring issue, which sure. is probably, after today's report, less concerning. We're a hot rumors <laughs> podcast here. We only throw out yeah. hot rumors. No, no, no confirmed sources. This guy named Rob <laughs> tweeted it on Twitter. Yeah. 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 With it. 200 followers. Start <laughs> yeah. um, we did get to see Trey Lance, so that was kind of cool. Yes. Um, threw a touchdown. Yeah. Um, one, one attempt, one touchdown, or did he yeah. throw again? Um, he only threw once, and then he ran the ball three times yep. for a total of two yards. So, it's very fantasy relevant. Okay, but the the two benched running style rookie quarterbacks um, looked nice. They both scored Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, they, they both <laughs> got touchdowns. But then the three that actually did start, Lawrence and. Uh, Wilson, Wilson yeah. and Mac Jones. They, they, all had, they all had their mistakes. They look like normal rookies playing in yeah. their first game. I, Are you higher on those first two, or do you still think that those bottom three? Uh, I'm not. I'm not as a prospect higher on the first two. I am for fantasy relevancy for sure, just because how well they can both run. If if I'm in a redraft league, I guess either redraft or dynasty, I'd probably rather take those two ahead of the other three. Interesting. I, I like Trey Lance a lot. I think he has the best supporting cast with his team. I think Kyle Shanahan would use him to run to score. Justin Fields is going to be forced into running because he, he doesn't is. have as many assets, doesn't have as many um, the offensive creativity, I don't think. And then you look at Lawrence Wilson, who I've got Wilson in Dynasty. I bought in a little bit on the Patrick Mahomes hype. I'll be yeah. honest, I, I did. He's slinging the pill. That that Panthers D is very improved. Their their front four, front seven are strong, and they just drafted J.C. Horn as a corner. So I mean, I mean he str- yeah he definitely struggled early, but he I mean at the end of the game was coming back a little bit. They put they put up fourteen points. One was with five seconds left, but I mean either way, I mean yeah. you some time points though, right? But you're, you're still a rookie quarterback, so it's good to see at least him making some throws. I do still have a problem skipping over Trevor Lawrence, like he's not. I mean, he's the guy. Like he, he had is, some nice throws, dude. It, he's a very good quarterback. I honestly think the bigger problem for him is probably your Urban Meyer yeah, system. Oh my gosh, what a bad with. coach so far. Yeah, such a terrible place to go. I mean, look at what they did with just Carlos Hyde and James Robinson. Like terrible. after the season you had James Robinson just have, you have Carlos Hyde out carry you and out snap you, and it's just like crazy. Yeah. So but that's kind of coachy. He seems like he's just gonna like pick his guys. His old guys, from yeah. College seven years ago. Yeah. But I do see them going out. Like let's just fast forward to next year from a dynasty perspective. Justin Ross is a receiver at Clemson. Spent many years with to the same tune that we're talking about with Waddle and Devontae Smith. Right. Would they go and get somebody like him. Just that camaraderie, and now he has a weapon number one. And I think Trevor Lawrence ends up being the fantasy best out of all of them. Ooh, interesting. I think he's for sure the best quarterback prospect, but he'd be third for my dynasty. Okay. Um, well, two? No, do you want to no. know why Fields, Patrick Lance? You want to know why Patrick Mahomes is number one? It's because he also puts up rushing numbers, deceivingly. Mm. He's he's a good running quarterback, but you think of him as a passing quarterback. Lawrence is a good running quarterback. Lawrence has that sort of he's you think of him as a passing quarterback, but he, he gets ground points. He does. Um, As we're just saying, that huge run by Derek Carr. Uh, Marcus yeah, Mariota. Oh, whoa. They brought him in. Yeah, it was oh, a fun okay. <laughs> I was like, man, that's... They just kissed. It was great. <laughs> it was like the second offensive play of the game. That would have been interesting to see Mariota out of the... <laughs> Mariota <laughs> starting. We, we might have to uh, <laughs> turn this off, keep you guys focused. I'll stay focused. It was just a sob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I yeah. So I think my my rankings are probably Lawrence, Lance, Field, or um, Wilson, if he the Jets ever figure it out. Fields is probably last on that list, and, and then Mac Jones. I mean no harm to him. Mac Jones is just never gonna be. He's he's gonna put up 
18 points a week, which is going to be great if you need a, a guy on a bye week, but he will never – I don't think he'll ever be a 30-point-a-game kind of guy. I, I agree. I think he's, I think he's a good quarterback. Sure. Um, I think he's going to succeed in the NFL, whether or not he is a playoff quarterback uh, like year after year, who knows, but I think he'll start there for the foreseeable future for sure. Do you think that um, if he continues – to like lean into the the Mac Jones like regular body guy theme that he could be as good as the hefty lefty someday. I think that he's going to realize he has to start working out. <laughs> I mean, they won for a lot of time with a very average quarterback in New England, so I think he fits the system perfectly. I mean, average body type, average ability, Speed. average ability to throw the football. You know, might might be the perfect fit. <laughs> might be. All right. Um, what else I, we got here? We got we talked about rookie quarterbacks. Talked about rookie wide receivers. I, I feel like we did a little bit of a disservice. Just, the Vikings? No, just skipping over Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> no, there's nothing to talk about. The with Pillsbury Pro Boy. <laughs> Man, great. Uh, there was times, dude. I still remember one of the inter- interviews from Super Bowl week. And, like, Conan was in town for the interview. Yeah. He's, like, out on the street, like, interviewing just different players and people. Players as well. And he just walks up to Jared Lorenzo and he's like, so how's it feel to be blocking for Peyton or for Eli Manning? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. What a savage. Oh, my goodness. That dude has a Super Bowl ring. Put some respect on his name. Back at quarterback of the year. He could still play. Uh, he passed away. <laughs> He's no longer with us, Garrett. We're <laughs> one out for the big guy. Man. I'm sorry to hear that. Wow. I had no yeah, idea. I thought you were a fan. <laughs> he lost like 100 pounds, and then... And then things got worse before they got better, and, and then he, he's no longer with us. Okay, let's move on from Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> let's talk about, um, let's, let's give our just opinion to the game, because we did skip over it with the Vikings. This upcoming week? This uh, both. Week? We're just going to talk Vikings for a second here. Because yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this first week against the Bengals. I mean, I guess you could say, like, the refs were bad. <laughs> I thought we had a realistic chance at 11-6. and six. I don't feel as confident in that anymore. No, I, I think it changes the season outlook, but in terms of the uh, game outlook... We, sh- we should be 1-0. Probably should be 1-0. At the very least, 0-0-1. Yeah, I don't really feel that bad. I don't think we're going anywhere this season, but, <laughs> yeah. but it's, yeah, one or the other. Either a tie or a win. Yeah, the, uh, the NFL replay review had a few calls, not just in the Vikings game this week, that were super controversial, and I did just it's weird that when you have this technology to review every play, you don't just go with the right call. You right. Like have to play the, the play stands as called. It's like they're going to baseball rules. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going to just uh, go with whatever's easiest. <laughs> whatever <laughs> they said down there, uh, we're just yeah. going to do that again. We're going to really value the opinion of the on-the-field guy. <laughs> and this technology is for no reason other than just give them a good <laughs> credit yeah. for doing a good job. I don't know. It's just... I think I would disagree with you guys. I, you got to trust the refs, although it's unfortunate in a lot of situations, and it feels like it's always against your team where that happens, especially Vikings fans. I get it. I had your heart ripped out many a times. You got to let the game just play out. If you use the technology, you lose its luster. You lose the human error aspect. But, but it's there, and maybe that has like I, some it, it, influence. It is one hundred percent him being a former player. Yeah. But but the thing is, they're actually getting it right. So they're getting what actually happened. I know that, like, yeah, he was technically down when it was ripped out and the football play all went for it, but, like, that's going to happen at times where there's clearly not a fumble, too, and they just missed it because there's a, a bigger guy. So now they don't. Hindsight 2020. I'd rather just get it right. Yeah. 100% Well, they the reviewed the play, though, because it's a turnover. So they automatically they, reviewed but it. They did, but they, they, it, they were... They, they should have called it <laughs> down. Had that been the other way around and they called it not a fumble and it was reviewed... It would not have been a fumble. Correct. So that, that so that means that there's no evidence that it was a fumble. They so they do it intentionally. They call they call it. No, we, yeah, we, we know we, we, what they do. We, 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 we just think that the better system would not be to stay with what's on the field. Right. It would be to no matter what, whatever's the most correct. That's what you call you. 
you what it's like you're watching the video for the first time and you just make yes. a call off that. Doesn't matter if they called it a turnover on the field or if they called them down by contact on the field. You should always call whatever it. is most correct in the replay. You, you call the correct call. Correct. Yeah. You have no influence. If it's a turnover, it should have no influence on who got the ball. You should just make the correct call. That, that, that's that's how a I better system. We, we, we I think me and Zach one hundred percent agree that the call on the field, correct call. I, uh, on the field. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not mad at the refs for calling oh, it sure. on the field a fumble. Well, as soon as they did, I was like, well, it makes sense that they, they we'll called the so they fumble so they could return it, it right. or review it. But you can do that anyway. It's overtime. There's less than two minutes left. It would have been automatically reviewed if it was called down by contact. Right. Or same thing with the JJ one earlier in the game. JJ, it was a good review. Sure. I, exactly. I, I asked, no, they should have called the touchdown to begin with. We shouldn't have had to use a challenge. Anyway, we did use a challenge, and they still went with the not correct call. Yeah. So I, I don't get it. Like, yeah, there's just a better system, and it's called whenever there's a turnover involved, it's not whoever comes up with it at the end, It whatever's the most correct. Right. If he was down, then he's down. You know, you go with that call on the field. You don't just automatically go with play stands as called. All right. But, yeah. Do you want to add anything to that before we move on? I, I think you guys have a little bit of... Um personal attachment to this. <laughs> so, there wasn't any anger in my voice, was there? <laughs> it was a very stern sack. <laughs> Just a lot of resentment for the all in one thing. Alright, anyway. So, yeah. Wasn't great. Um, but, we're looking forward to next week now. At Arizona. Um, yeah, be fun. I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> I'll probably... Enjoy every moment up to the game, and then just not not enjoy the game. I think there'll be some good offensive hype before the game. Like I'm gonna be even during. I think there, we could shoot back with some touchdowns here and there. But Chandler Jones might get five sacks again. And he, he could have he could have double digit sacks he, after two games. He's gonna go. He's gonna be up against Rashad Hill, and he just dominated Taylor Lewan. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if Taylor Lewan is still the all-pro that he used to be. Probably isn't. But he man's an all-pro. Yeah, and, he's now, an all-pro. and now he's going against Rashad Hill, Who's, who just got... He's got him an all-no. That's the perfect thing for Rashad Hill. <laughs> In no scenario do we want to start him, nah. but I will as a one-game backup. Sure. I, and we've got Kirk, who is far less mobile than Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> he showed it. I, I don't know. He's like a, a quarterback with a broken leg who just Man. stands there. Yeah. I don't understand. Because I, I think going into this game was a Kirk truther still. Wow. And you then, held out longer than me. I saw the game, and I'm just like... I understand now. He puts up good stats because when he doesn't get sacked, they're fine. But he gets sacked over it so often. He'd be an unbelievable flag football quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yes. Maybe the best quarterback in the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he, uh, he really he doesn't move out of the pocket at all. Nah. I think there's no, over terrible sacks where it's our own player who knocked him down. Why well, just reach over and <laughs> reach over the O line and tap the quarterback on his arm and he just falls over? Now the Bengals brought in what's the name Hendrickson and uh, Trey Hendrickson, yeah, Ogajobi. Yeah. Right. Um, so they brought in some guys. They did. They had the worst pass rush <laughs> in the league last year, and they had the same coaching staff. So it's not like they implemented some brand new system. Those those free agents aren't game changers. Yeah. So now we get uh, those two. We go from that to Chandler Jones and JJ Watt. So <laughs> I think it's gonna be fun. I think JJ Watt's gonna have a game. I think they're gonna overcorrect to Chandler Jones. They're yep. gonna overreact to five sacks, and then JJ Watt's just gonna have an absolute field day. I mean, he, if he's coming in the middle, he's yeah. He's, he's facing Garrett Bradbury. Absolutely. <laughs> he's gonna but if he's facing Brian O'Neill, I don't think so. I think Brian O'Neill is very, very good. Mm-hmm. He got paid like he's elite. I don't know that he's quite there, but he's a the prospect wise second greatest defensive player in the last forty years. <laughs> oh, JJ Watt. Watt. <laughs> okay, I, was like, I don't know why I interpreted that as uh, probably Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald. <laughs> Aaron Donald is the best. Just because Aaron Donald's ceiling is, is higher still, like he's almost matched what JJ Watt has done. 
but he can do even more than what J.J. Watt yeah. has done. I'm, I will support that take sure. all day long. Thank you. Ideal I'm, male figure. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I hope my son looks just like that. He's on his way. He is very yeah, he, like he's a thick boy. Keaton's got him in the weight room early. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so quick cards. What, what, what do you think? How, how's it going to go? Cards, great offense last week. It's at home. I, I think that we, the Vikings could keep it within an eight point money line. Like, if it's eight points flat, I might take the Vikes plus the points. Sure. Um, but that's sort of what I think Vegas is going to set it at, like, seven and a half points. Yeah, probably. And, I mean, that you're going to win that game one time, so out of ten. Right. I, I, I give us a little bit better odds than that. Um, I, I think the offense what was slow at the start, um, and, and they were pretty hot at the end. One of Kirk's other biggest knocks is how terrible... He is under pressure, and man, he got us from under two minutes with one timeout from five into field goal range. Yeah, set us to overtime. That was his one redeeming thing, which Kirk always does. He yeah. brings you back after <laughs> he, the, he brings you back three or four terrible drives. He gives you one really good one. It's like this doesn't average out as a net win for us, you fool. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I I think the offense. It wouldn't surprise me if the offense played well, and we. I don't know. We could still like put this thing together and, and beat them four yeah, to ten. Times. I realize all my Viking stakes are super dramatic. I don't. I think that we could win that matchup it, it, three or four times out yeah, of ten. Yeah, it is only Monday. Like, I, do, I do. I do get it. Um, so our Cardinals are four and a half point favorites. That's I probably take the cards. Yeah. <laughs> on that one. Mm-hmm. Probably. I like that. Yeah. Um, how about those Cardinals, though? Man, great watch. great offense. You see a lot of fantasy-relevant players over there. Our secondary was pretty bad against the good wide receivers that are in Cincinnati, but... Right. Um, I mean, that offense is just super explosive. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he led the league in touchdowns this year. Um, right. Just overall touchdowns. Sure. Um, between running and throwing, obviously. Yeah. Um, they're going to be good. I agree. And, and he's very good. Christian Kirk also going to be slept on. big time. Now, yeah, I'm curious to get you guys take fantasy-wise. Yeah. Obviously a boomer bus guy. Reminds me of some Deshaun – has some Deshaun Jackson to his game. Like, you know, he's going to do nothing for three quarters and then <laughs> score an 80-yard <laughs> touchdown type player um, to make himself relevant. That's going to be an issue for the Vikings. That's going to be a big-time issue. It is. Yeah, yeah. I think – he, he, he's been in the league now for a little while. Um, he's, he, he, he does this. He has some big games here and there. This might be the year that he kind of put it all together and, and has six of those rather than two or three. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm way more worried about DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. I mean, as we should be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I mean, even Pat Pete probably knows how to cover him. <laughs> Pat Pete probably knows how to cover him. Try to. Yeah, yeah. He says Harrison Smith. Yeah, you're five years behind me, right? Yeah. I got you all game. That's the only way you're gonna yeah. stop this man. That is correct. But yeah, so I, I mean, not not super optimistic, but um, we can uh, talk about some other NFL results this week. So I was just thinking, really quick, I wanted to get your guys' opinions on. <clears throat> Um, initial just single player disappointments that you think are going oh, to yes. have a bounce back this week. Um, Matchup included. I I think that uh, I think Zach kind of hit the nail on the head earlier. Um, if anything's gonna, I think the most likely scenario, like a dramatic shift, would be the Packers just absolutely destroying Detroit um, after just having like that terrible game, and now you go up against. Really poor offense, so I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Robert Tunyon, all guys that were under 10 points, half on PPR, I think they're all over this week, I would say, for sure. Like, probably near 20 for the, the first three, Rodgers, Jones, and Devontae, so yeah, that'd, that'd be my guys. Yeah, I mean, that's picking against the lines is usually a good, good call, they just get yeah, yeah. 41 points. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, I guess, it was, for wide receiver, maybe Atlanta, Calvin Ridley, yeah. um, 
He had eight targets. He's got the super high ceiling. He had a, a pretty disappointing week one to anyone that followed him in fantasy, but you drafted him really high because he's got that super high ceiling, so maybe him as a bounce back. Yeah, I, I, I want to believe it's Saquon so bad. <laughs> I want to so bad. Um, Never again. Never. I, I truly, I truly, it's it's an unfortunate matchup against Washington, and it's Thursday, yeah. so it's a short schedule, short <laughs> turnaround for him. Um, but again, like, He's a guy that he ha- he has all the talent in the world. They could get up early and then just rely on the rock the whole game too. I, I do yeah I do believe that yeah their their offense will struggle the Washington Washington's offense will struggle right. a little bit. Yeah. Um, give him an opportunity. Um, there's a couple guys that I was really surprised just didn't show up. Uh, and they're deeper guys, but like Russell Gage was one that had mm-hmm. really two targets. That's that's two whole, targets. That whole that whole Atlanta offense, man. Um, but yeah, him especially. Yeah, that was tough. Obviously, Ayuk, as we talked about a little bit earlier, um, big surprise there. But in typical Kyle Shanahan fashion, he rotated Debo. That pendulum can easily Man. swing back the other way. 180 so yards and two out. touchdowns? No, just one, I think. Just one. But either way, just massive game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I don't I don't know what, what did Derrick Henry finish with, but... Like nine points? Yeah, another, he's pretty low. Another one that you just have to assume... He's gonna figure it out. That, that offense, I think that offense is gonna end up feeling a lot like the Buccaneers last year, where they didn't have it figured out for six six games, six weeks, okay, and then turned it up after a while. Yeah, I've got an interesting thing we can now talk about. Let's talk about the players that played really, really well this week. Ooh. That are like guys that you didn't expect to be that good and are gonna stay that good. Oh, you're, you're, I'm talking about like a sleeper that really went off. But then you think they're actually going to become the James Robinson of this year? It could be, yeah. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to be like, you got to sell high on this guy because he's never going to do I have a list here of some of the players <laughs> that played really good. Let's go the first yeah. one and then we'll go sell okay, high. Okay, okay. So who, who's the next James Robinson after week one? After after week one, next James Robinson. Um, league savior, saver kind of guy or like true running back? Like you start him every single week the rest of the year. Um... Okay, so not just running back specific. Not just running backs. Cor- Corey Davis. Corey Davis. That, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Dude, I, I am a Corey Davis truther. And then he goes out and puts five catches, 93 yards, two touchdowns. And it's just like, Zach Wilson loves to throw to this guy, and he's going to throw this guy a lot. I think he is a wide receiver one or wide receiver two, right on that border. Like, He's going to finish like 12 to 15. Garrett just got year. married like three months ago and he had the same look in his eyes <laughs> as he did talking about Corey Davis right now. <laughs> this man loves Corey Davis. Big Corey Davis guy. <laughs> but I mean you guys got anybody in mind? Jamar Chase is probably my yeah. guy. I think he's only gonna get better. I think the targets are only gonna go up. I think their division, Marks Peters being out in uh in uh, Baltimore, I think Cleveland is going to be a tough match, but also Pittsburgh has got a good defense, but they, you know, corners are probably their weakest spot if you're going to call anything weak on the defense. And, and yeah, I mean, I think on top of that, we'll see how long, like, I mean, that's going to be a really explosive offense altogether. I think they're really going to spread the ball. But, yeah, I think Chase after week one definitely looks like he might have catapulted Higgins into that number one spot. I, I'll be a little bolder. Um, I guess one is like kind of safe and one's kind of sure. high. I think that so James Robinson wasn't always an elite back last year, but right. he was always 10 to 16 points. Um, that's Mark Ingram this year. I think yes. he's got <laughs> that, that like running back 18 <laughs> level the rest of the year. You can start him with confidence as your RB2 reflects every week. I love he's that. consistent. Uh, maybe more boom somehow very bold if Elijah Mitchell for oh, I, the 49ers yeah. keeps 70% of the handoffs this you're gonna, season you're gonna have he's going to have a great year it's yeah. great offense great offense to get a lot of high percentage of carries in now I'm going to I had another one that's Do I'm, it. I'm a I'm I'm midst um, sell high and you know ride out for the year mm-hmm Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> yes, that's, that's nice. I'm 
I when you watch the game, so all the reports coming out of training camp in our league that we are our, our original league in mm-hmm. some league, I do not have him. He's a free agent. I imagine he will be a hot commodity. For I'm sure he people. will get a good uh, a good foul. Probably half the league's gonna yeah yeah target um, yeah. So I think he'll get picked up there. I've got him in another league. The amount of targets, the way he was targeted, and just the I don't want to call it Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, but you could, that that vibe, right? Again, we talked it about was the connection. There. It was yeah. there in a way that you just can't. Again, you can't facilitate that. He, he looks good, man. I'm not saying he's going to get you 25 a week, right? But I think the offense is going to be good enough to score a lot of points all year. And Tom Brady, that's Tom Brady's guy. Yeah, if I could have him on my team and start him in all of his good matchups, I think he's going to have 10 or 12 weeks where he's definitely. Startable. TE3. Yeah, like, very high. He's going to challenge Waller and Kittle in some weeks. But there are a lot of targets there. I mean, I I, do for some duds. I think think he could have gone to that tight end six or seven, maybe. I think that's probably, like, his his peak. uh, Just just my opinion. Sure. Um, But, yeah, definitely jumped from, what, ranking 20 to 7? Yeah. Um, On the same topic, uh, waiver wire guys that we like. Um, well, I like Joe Johnson. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Elijah Mitchell. And that was awesome. well, sure, sure, absolutely. I, he's, he's not in waivers in either of my my top two leagues. Not, so, right. um, there you take, go. Take it away. <laughs> I mean, Mark Mark Ingram is is a guy yep. that's available in our league. I would imagine he's available in some leagues for. Decent amount. Uh, there's a few people in our league that don't have very strong running back play. Um, don't know how to draft very well. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Shots fired at Max. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, trade for Tony Michelle. Tony Michelle. No, Break so out running. I, I think he's. I think he's a guy. Um, and then I, you know, Cordero Patterson kind of led the led the led their offense in carries, or I think he led in carries, Ooh. or in rushing yards. Excuse me. Um, which is really really an interesting prospect because he's obviously a wide receiver that's converted. Right. Um, just an all you know a talent in general. So I'm not saying he's a waiver wire for sure, but uh, if you're deep and you want some, you need somebody who could be explosive in some weeks. I think he could be a guy for yeah. sure. Um, Mike Williams, I think, is that was my guy, Zach. The <laughs> wide receiver who's going to be hot. I, I think he's going to. I think he's going to get a big bid. Um, I think he's going to be really good. Um, Tim Patrick, I think, is going to be added by some leaks. Um, Christian Kirk, probably, and then maybe if you're more bold, uh, Deontay Harris. Deontay is the Harris deep threat for Jameis Winston. Interesting. He did have two touchdowns. Pretty. I think he only had two catches as well. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that every week. Yeah. <laughs> two catches, two touchdowns. Jameis looked great, man. He did. He looked uh, really good. Yeah. Do you pick Jameis up? I mean, his yardage was terrible, but he had five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. The yards will come. And you've always got Camaro, which Camaro is a you know big like receiving yeah. back. He's not a, a handoff type of guy. Um, the other one on the list, and I don't know if he's on our in our free agent waiver or waiver wire, uh, is Van Jefferson. Who, Ooh. I, I mean, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, always going to give you what twelve points a week, ten yeah. to ten to thirteen, we'll call it. Sure. Van Jefferson obviously showing some very big play. There was a mistake on that one, but he also had some other targets that I liked. Yeah, could definitely be a third receiver on that team. Again, Matt Stafford looks like a huge improvement over Jared Goff. Yeah. I mean, Jared Goff had those games occasionally, but very rarely. Yep. Stafford's going to give you them a lot more than uh, a lot more than Goff did for sure. Well, and he threw the shooting sleeve on, which just <laughs> immediately elevates the game. Yeah. Me and Zach would know. <laughs> <laughs> Always wore shooting sleeves to the gym, man. Yeah. Yeah, look good and play good. <laughs> That's just science. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, well, we're kind of running out of time here, but a few matchups this week. Um, Thursday is probably not going to be too exciting. Uh, Giants in Washington. No. Not a ton to talk about there. Yeah. No, um, not even starting. I, 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 I think the biggest games of the week we talked about ours already. Um, we'll let Keaton talk about Eagles and the 49ers. Yeah. Let's, keep, let's keep it final though. Yeah, sure. No, um, I think it's gonna be a tough match for the for the birds. Um, I do think I think with their injuries, I think Jalen Hurts has Jalen Hurts has another twenty five plus fantasy point game. 
Um, I think Devontae Smith catches a second touchdown. I do think that they fall at the end, 30-20. Um, Ooh, okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think they, they, could, they could obviously take that, but good to hear your opinion there. Uh, Cowboys, Chargers? No? It's going to be a fun one. I think that's it's, gonna, it's a fantasy-relevant game. I don't think – I don't – Either team could win. Justin yeah. Herbert and Dak put up 30-plus. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think a lot of fantasy-relevant players from that game next week. Sunday night, Chiefs-Ravens. That's fun. That's always a fun Sunday night we'll, game to watch. We're going to learn more about the Ravens tonight. <laughs> right, we're are watching they, them. They, uh, they're in their first quarter. I don't know yeah. what the score is. And then uh, Lions-Packers, yeah. uh, Monday night. I expect the Packers to be back, but I would love if they continue to fail. Right. <laughs> Start Devontae Adams and all the <laughs> yes. leads. Yeah. And Aaron Jones. <laughs> and Aaron Jones. They're yeah. about to go off. Yeah, Maybe even AJ Dillon. Um, anyway. Yeah. That's all we got. Those are those are the big matchups this week, didn't they? Sweet. Keaton, we appreciate you being here. Thanks, guys. Yeah. For a good conversation. Um, next week we should have Braden back, I think. I, uh, yeah, we have Braden back next all week. All right. I know we got a lot of Braden fans out there, yeah. so <laughs> don't have to wait too long. <laughs> I get, more, get you more Braden content next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's a good time. Sweet. Uh, later, dudes. <laughs>